The people who are achieving extremely high and the people who feel level of fulfillment, they have three things. We've talked about community is number one. We've talked about now your craft, your skill set, the processes. The third one, it's all about the inner game. And this is where I really start to come alive. Welcome to the Rising Leader Podcast, bringing forth the new wave of rising leadership and helping leaders find purpose, connection, and results. This is your host, founder of Alluviance, Alex Kremer. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Rising Leader Podcast. As always, this is your host, Alex Kremer. And we've got a little bit of a different episode for you today. This one is a little bit more edgy, at least it's on my edge, where there is actually no guest on today's episode. It's the first time where I'm going to be sharing some stuff that's been going on within uh, the, the community of the sales, of the leadership, of the corporate world, as well as of the inner game type of world. And what's really interesting is over the past year, we've had a little bit more than 40 guests on the Rising Leader podcast. And I love being able to bring on thought leaders within the space, people who are challenging the norm, people who are wanting to step into a greater level of purpose within their lives because they think differently. You know, it's funny, I, I surround myself with so many people who are thinking about meaning, who are thinking about purpose, who are wanting to step into their truth. And that's just a, a tiny fraction of what is out there in the world. And I think um, there's so many people today who are actually struggling who are feeling a level of burnt out, who are stressed, who are asking themselves the question, what the fuck is going on here? And I'm here in this episode to, to drop in of how do we think about some of this stuff? And also how do we you know, figure out what the antidote is to giving people a greater sense of meaning, of, of actually stepping into what they want to be doing. And oh, by the way, to drive great results from it is I'm all about making sure that we have a good life, that we have purpose, that we have meaning. But also I'm about, yes, I want to make a lot of money too, right? I want to have a certain lifestyle that's supporting me to be giving me more opportunities to do more cool experiences and to experience this world. But one thing I know is that the money that we get is a byproduct of us living in our vision, of us stepping into the unique and unapologetic experience of ourselves. And when we can do that, doors start to open. Our hearts start to open. People and opportunities start to become attracted to us that we didn't even know was there yet. So just to give a little bit of context here in terms of where am I coming from. So I uh, just about a week ago got back from a 10-day silent meditation retreat. Probably the hardest thing that I have ever done in my entire life we woke up at 4 a.m. every single day. We meditated from 4.30 to 6.30. I had breakfast, meditated until 11, had lunch, meditated until dinner, had dinner, and then meditated until bedtime. So a lot of sitting on the cushion, feeling my breath, feeling my body, and, and really kind of doing the excavation of what's going on with me. And, you know, if there's one uh, thing that I really got from it, uh, is there was this uh, phrase that kept coming back to me through that process, which was through chaos, find your breath. Through chaos, find your breath. 
because so often our lives we're faced with anxiety, stressful situations. Oh, I have a big time call with this prospect. Oh, my team, I'm having to have a hard conversation with them or, oh my God, I'm about to go jump in this cold plunge and it is 35 degrees. I'm not sure how to do it. Find your breath. That's the baseline there. That's the baseline of starting a level of self-connections to, to own uh, your whole self. So I'm coming off that and, and I've been still processing everything that's been going on with that. And, you know, in addition to just coming off a meditation retreat, uh, I'm about two months since leaving my W-2 jobs, since leading head of sales at Catalyst and, and entering in and starting and running Alluvians full-time, which is our community um, of tech sales professionals and tech sales leaders wanting to not just master the craft of sales and leadership, but to really do so by transforming the inner game. And I'm excited to be diving into what do we mean when we say inner game? Because that's a great word, but like, what the hell are we talking about there? And, you know, we've got um, a, an immersion coming up here. We've got about 60 people from across the country, from some of the best companies in the world, Zoom, Gong, Outreach, Microsoft, AWS, uh, some incredible leaders and speakers who are going to be coming to it. It's going to be in San Diego. We just cannot wait uh, to be not just teaching people the craft as well as the inner game, but really there's a movement happening right now, a movement of people wanting to step into the next model of the world. Because when you look at what's happening today with AI, when you look at what's happening with cryptocurrency, when you look at what happened with everybody has a sidekick, when you look at people are not prioritizing as much money. Yes, money is still important, but people are wanting more than anything meaning something's happening. We're at a little bit of an inflection point today within the world. And when that happens, hmm, what's being asked to come through? What is being asked to come through? And, and we're going to talk about that a, a little bit on today's conversation. So in my life, I, I've been in tech sales or tech sales leadership for about 15 years. And probably in that time, I've, I've hired, coached, trained, you know, developed, whatever you want to call it, mentored uh, over a thousand sales professionals, leaders, founders. And when I look at the people who are not just performing at an extremely high level, meaning they are crushing quota, they are getting promoted, they are, um, their W-2 is looking really, really good, their achievement is on lock, they're doing that. But they're also complementing that with they're feeling fulfilled. They're feeling a sense of purpose, like they actually feel joy in their life. What's so unique about that is that's not common. But the people who are doing those things, they have three things that are very much in common, three things. And it's really the baseline of what we are supporting and teaching people here within Alluvians, how we're doing uh, our immersions. And, and I think it's really the model or the framework, the formula that's helping people really start to achieve from a really great level, but also just kind of step into opening up their heart. So the first one is really, are you in a great community. Community is one of the easiest ways to start to accelerate your development and your growth. Now, when I say community, I mean a few things. A community is a group of people who are working towards a larger and a bigger purpose together. There's a shared vision that they are all enrolled into, right? They're serving a greater thing. And sure, you can have your individual goal within that, but you're still all serving something larger. And absolutely, when somebody is struggling in a community, you got each other's back. There's no important, no doubt about that. That's definitely important. But what I actually think is more important than just having each other's back is there's a call forward. 
in your community. There's a standard that's set. There's a level of accountability. There's a feeling that says, hey, I'm going to say you with this with love to my fellow community members. Step the fuck up. Like, I'm calling you forward. You can do bigger. You can think better. You can think larger. Your vision can be bigger. I still remember when I was at a retreat about three years ago, we had to do this vision exercise. And I remember I shared my vision in front of a group of about 10 people or so. And I felt, I felt good about it. And then another person came in and they shared what their vision was, uh, which was uh, something along the lines of meeting with the president of the United States to talk about social and education reform. And I just remember hearing that person share that vision. And my thought process to myself was, damn, I'm not thinking big enough. It called me forward simply by that person being more aligned into what their vision was. And that's the value of community. And community also really allows us to be in a level of authenticity, but also to share what we're struggling with, to be open to feedback. So often today, people are working from home, selling a product they may or may not care about, trying to hit a quota that may or may not be attainable, and they're lonely as shit. And they're afraid to tell people that they're lonely because there's shame that goes about it. And so they keep it all to themselves. But the ability to be in community and to put yourself out there and to share honestly and authentically, hey, I got this shit that I'm actually working through, or I got this vision that I feel called to, that seems big, that I have no idea where I would even start. I don't think I'm even possible doing that. But to share that sort of stuff, that's where the gears start to move. That's where the blood starts to move, right? And there's a powerful framework called the Jahari's window. It's a pretty common framework that says kind of two, two open arenas that you can be playing in. One is your blind spots, the stuff that you don't actually know that you're struggling with that other people can provide you feedback with, right? So that you can start to expand the arena with which you're playing in. And the other arena is the stuff that you keep close to you, that you don't want to be telling other people, right? And that's the area where when you start to share it, it actually starts to move through you and becomes less of a burden, right? On my meditation retreat, I remember sitting on the cushion and my stomach was hurting so much because I felt so much pain and anguish and anger in there. And simply by bringing a deep level of presence to it, right, the grip on my stomach started to loosen. The pain and anger that I was feeling started to come out and start to be purged from my body. When we are in community and we start to share the stuff that's harboring us, right, when we start to be called forward by the people who we respect, who are also in a similar world as us, of similar typology, right, that's when the magic starts to happen. And if you don't have community, that's one of the easiest places to start. And there's so many different types of communities. Sure, the Alluvians community is a great one to check out, but there's so many other places to receive community. If you're not satisfied with it, all you have to do is raise your hand and start to be proactive with that. So that's number one, community. Again, we're going back to the people who are achieving extremely well, but also the people who are feeling a level of fulfillment. What are the three things they have? The first one is community. The second one is they're committed to the craft, right? Obviously, I was in sales and leadership for about 15 years or so. And there's a level of commitment that one has to have to be improving one's skill set. Yes, one can have a vision. Yes, one can have a purpose. One can be doing the time and meditation all the time. But we still need to be getting better at what we do. 
right? Whether that be in terms of how to sell somebody, whether it be how to prospect, whether it be how to lead a powerful team meeting, whether it be if you're in leadership, how to do a powerful forecast call or to hire the right people, become better at the craft. Because if you have the right skill set, if you have the right processes, and also you are in the right opportunity, that really starts to provide the formula that allows you to be able to take off the right skill set, the right processes, and the right opportunity. When you are improving at that and you're hungry to get better at that, it really allows you to step into what you really want to be stepping into. Now, when I think of sales specifically, especially if you're in a closing type of position, I always think there's three different you know, parts of the sale that are really important to master. The first one is how are you framing conversations, right? And you can have a different frame for an initial meeting, for a demo, for a negotiation call. If you're a leader, you can have a different frame for a forecast call, for a tough one-on-one with a rep, for a pipeline review, whatever it might be. But are you setting a powerful frame that gives you a level of credibility and expertise as well as gives the why are we having this conversation? And are you also setting a light at the end of the tunnel of this is where we're going to? Here's the potential outcome that we're really striving for. The frame is one of the most overlooked parts of any sales or leadership conversation that gets everybody in the same train moving in the same direction. So that's number one. Number two in sales, are you asking powerful questions? Are you asking powerful questions that's getting people to not just get to what I call the heaven, right? To see their vision, to see what their goals are, to actually start to feel it, to feel the impact of what it would mean to hit to their vision. But also, are you asking them the hell-based questions, right? What's holding you back from that today, right? What's the consequence of not actually doing anything? Of one year from now, you're in the exact same position. Who else is that impacting? This episode is brought to you by Alluvians. Alluvians is helping sales professionals and sales leaders master the craft of sales by transforming the inner game. Last year, we threw over four retreats and helped over 150 tech sales professionals, leaders, and founders. And next, we got it going on May 3rd through 5th in the beautiful Austin, Texas area. So make sure you apply to alluvians.co to check it out for more. Are you actually, this is a little bit of a gruesome analogy, are you stabbing them with a knife and twisting it a little bit so they're like, oh, this hurts. Your job as a great leader or sales professional is to ask powerful questions, not to necessarily get them to realize what you're trying to, to say to them, but to get them to realize the pain that they're experiencing, to open their eyes of like, yeah, something needs to change. And can you ask questions that do that? And number three, is are you getting people into a great state of commitment? And that state of commitment comes with wanting to purchase your product, wanting to continue the conversation with you, wanting to introduce you to somebody else in the sales process, right? What are you doing that's getting people to say, I will continue to engage with you? Frames, powerful questions, and a state of commitment, right? And there's different tactics and strategies that go into each one of those. There's also something called the 73855 rule. This is one of my favorite things here. And what it means is of your influence ability, 7% of your influence comes from the words that you say, the words, which is an an incredible statistic. That means 93% of your influence ability comes from something other than the words that are coming out of your mouth. The other influence, the 38% comes from your tonality, 
Now, if anybody has read the Chris Voss book, Never Split the Difference, he talks about the late night DJ voice, right? Are you coming from a low tonality? Are you speaking from your gut? right? Coming from here, or are you speaking from, from your heart or from your neck or from your nose, which is losing trust with people. Your tonality really impacts people. And the other 55% comes from your energy that you're coming from. What's the frequency that you're coming from? And this is where it starts to get interesting is the sales tactic and strategy. It's definitely important. That talk track, that cold call script, whatever it might be, But if there's not that underlying foundation that's really built upon mental health, emotional health, even spiritual health, I don't care how good your cold call script sounds, it's going to fall flat if you're not coming from the right space. And that's where it comes actually embodying and creating that relationship with ourselves that becomes incredibly, incredibly important. And when we're actually creating a powerful relationship with ourselves, when we're getting our energy right, when our frequency, when the vibration is coming above, not only is that going to impact people in an incredible way. I heard a powerful statistic the other day that said, the most powerful frequency is authenticity. When people are actually owning their unique gift, their unique self, that vibration is the most trustable when people are feeling authentic right there. Because when we're in a level of authenticity, what that leads to is presence. And the biggest gift that we can give to anybody in this world, the biggest gift is your presence. Especially when we're in a world full of so many distractions, our phone, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, all these things are fighting for our attention, fighting for our attention, right? You can't put money on your attention because when you are fully present with somebody, there's opportunity costs for so much else that you could be doing. One of the most powerful things that I've been able to see, especially through our community, is you know we talk about sales and and, and community, but uh, there's a few fathers uh, in our community, and one of the things they talked about is they haven't been giving full presence to their partners and to their children, and they made some powerful commitments that after six o'clock they'd leave their phone and their computer in their office and they'd go and be fully present with their kids. There's no other gift that's better than be fully present. There's no vacation. There's no, you know, present, whatever it might be that actually, Hey, here's my heart. I'm opening it to you. Do you receive me? Cause I'm receiving you right there. There's something that's so beautiful about that. And so again, we're going back to the question here, the people who are achieving extremely high and the people who feel level of fulfillment, they have three things. We've talked about communities. Number one, We've talked about now your craft, your skill set, the processes. The third one, it's all about the inner game. And this is where I really started to come alive. This has been what I've been committed to uh, for the past 10 years. And some people don't know this, but my father was actually a motivational speaker. So I was going to conferences and seminars since I was about five years old, watching people talk about the inner game. And when you look Throughout history, whether you look at any sage, saints, or wise person, the most common denominator that they all talk about is to know thyself. Know thyself. And how do we actually know thyself? How do we actually start to create this relationship where we're actually working on the inner game? There's a really powerful formula here. It's a three-step process. The first one is self-connection. Are you actually creating space within your day to actually go and be with all the parts of you? For me, I have a 45-minute meditation practice every single morning and usually in the evening before I go to bed. And sometimes I wake up 
right? And I feel, oh, I just feel a little bit of sadness on me. Oh, I just feel anger. Oh, I feel anxious. Okay. I need to go and sit and be with those parts and not necessarily push them away and say, shut up. I need to go work. I have a family, I, whatever it might be. But actually, am I allowing myself to experience and bring in all these different parts of me? There's a powerful framework when it comes to meditation that talks about a, a three-step process of first having a sacred space within your house. For me, that is a cushion. It could be also a couch. It could be uh, uh, in uh, your backyard. It could be wherever it is, but a place where you're a little bit more in isolation, but it's a sacred space. Number two, do you have a rhythm of refill? Right? Are you going there consistently? Do you kind of have a set time where you're continuously going to fill your cup there? And number three, are you grieving? Are you actually allowing yourself to feel the emotions, whatever it might be? Because so often, if we have these emotions and we shove them down and we try to put on this face, I'm great. Everything's great. I'm always great. Right? That stuff, it's going to fester. It's going to ferment. And it's going to start to work its way through us and start to lash out in some type of way. So are you actually connecting with yourself? Once you are in a level of self-connection, you can move into what's called being your essence-led leader, which is embodying and owning the most unique and unapologetic expression of yourself. I still remember this back in the day where there was this like pretty weird guy uh, who, who I used to work for. And I said to him one time, I was like, you know what, man, you know, you're, you're pretty weird. I just like kind of said, we had a good relationship. I was like, you're pretty weird. And he's like, I'm not weird. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally normal. I'm like the most normal guy I know. I'm like, nah, you're pretty weird. And the fact that you're not owning it is kind of lame. But if I went up to that person, I said, Hey man, you're pretty weird. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm weird. I'm the weirdest person I know. Nobody is like me. I'd be like, Damn, like I love that and you're owning it and that gets me excited. That allows me to be in permission to be and own my uniqueness, my weirdness. Are we actually allowing the unique expression of ourselves to happen? And right now within the corporate world, we're trying to fit into this jersey that the corporate world is giving to us, right? And I'm not saying the corporate world is bad, but we need to realize how do we make sure that the jersey fits on us, that we can still care about what we want to care about, that we can still talk the way that we feel of resonance. Sure, there's skill sets that we need to do that they can teach us, but don't let that get rid of what the trueness of you is. And how do you figure out what truly what you truly are? Is connecting with yourself, allowing yourself to be there. And once you are doing that, you've been self-connecting, you're now stepping into your essence-led leader, the unique expression of yourself, that's where then your vision comes alive. That's where then you say, oh, what wants to come through me? What, want, what do I want to be bringing to the world here? You know, on my meditation retreat, one thing that the teacher said to us is that underneath all the shit that we have on our body, the suffering, the cravings, the aversions, the anger, the sadness, all that, underneath all of that, the innate part about us is love and compassion and kindness. That's our innate way. Underneath all that is love. And the markers, the yardsticks for whether you're actually coming from that place is two things. The first one is, are you actually in a state of gratitude? Do you just simply feel good? Right? Oh, I just, I love my life. I am so thankful for everything I have around me. And the second thing in yardstick for whether you're actually going from love is you want to serve people. You want to serve all beings actually. Because when you feel love in your body, it feels so good that you just want to give it to 
everybody and everything. You want to be the emanation of that. How do we get to that point? So that's the formula there. Are you connecting with yourself? Are you stepping into your essence of leader? And are you then from there stepping into your vision, the visionary leader? When we can actually link our aliveness and our purpose, say it again, link your aliveness and your purpose, what lights you up and what's actually meaningful to you. And then you can also combine the skill set, the systems, and the processes around that. And you can be in a community of people who are also doing that. That's when so much starts to unfold. That's when you start to feel both purpose and meaning. That's when the money starts to just unfold and be attracted to you. That's when you feel like you're not alone in this world. You're part of a greater group of people. Combine what lights you up and the meaning in your life, what's meaningful to you, and the skill set, and the processes, and a community of people. You feel what I'm saying here? That's what we get the opportunity to do here. There's a new paradigm that's happening. Yes, achievement is is important. As a sales professional, as a leader, as a CEO of a company, I'm all about achieving and growing and scaling. Yeah, I don't want to do that and sacrifice feeling my essence, feeling love, feeling present right now. So the question becomes is how do you combine achievement and how do you combine your essence? What's the sacred third between those two? And that's, I believe that when you look at the corporate world, when you look at families, when you look at social media, AI, crypto, all the shit that's happening in the world, are you allowing yourself to figure out, hey, what wants to come through me? What really is part of my truth that I meant to express? And when we express that part of us, you will start to solve not only the pain that you are experiencing today, but the pains that so many other people are experiencing today. And the world is craving this. The world is asking for this new type of leader. Nobody else is going to tell you to do it or give you the the, the pulley to make it happen. You yourself must do it. Now, here's the thing. You can hear this. Kind of like a three-step process. You can hear this. Like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Nice, Alex. Good shit. (laughs) You can hear. Then you could understand it. Cognitively get it. Okay. I understand what Alex is saying here. Or number three, you can experience it. You can actually be a commitment to this path. You're not just committed to this path, but you yourself are a commitment. You are embodying that. I'm going to experience this, start to understand what it means to master the craft, what it means to really transform my inner game and connect with myself, what it means to call people forward and be serving something greater than just myself. That's the opportunity that we have on our, on our hands, friends. <laughs> That's the opportunity that I am a commitment to and I'm asking other people to be a commitment. And so hopefully this resonates with you. Hopefully this inspires you. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of kick in the ass and a fire in your belly 
to go and do something. And if you know of anybody who needs to be hearing this message here, make sure you send along their way. And if you want to be diving a little bit more, if you want to check out the Luvians and some of the stuff that we are doing with our community to help people with this, we are here. We are here and we are part of a movement. There's something happening and this movement is feeling good. So thank you all for being here, for listening. And I love y'all. Just the beginning of the beginning. Thanks for listening to the Rising Leader Podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified every time a new episode releases. If you know someone who wants to take their lives and their career to the next level, send them this episode so we can all rise together. For more information, check out alluvians.co. We'll see you next time. And in the meantime, keep letting it flow. This episode is brought to you by Alluvians. Alluvians is helping sales professionals and sales leaders master the craft of sales by transforming the inner game. In the past 12 months, we've thrown over four retreats and impacted over 100 tech sales professionals, leaders, and founders on diving in deep on what really matters, but really mastering the craft and being in an incredible community. Our next Arise Immersion is coming up this May 3rd through 5th in the beautiful Austin, Texas area, and make sure sure you grab your spot, check out alluvians.co to apply there. Hope to see you there.